0: Another fucked up day in paradise. A little pre-episode prep here, right in front of the camera and microphone, why not? Just a little bit of coconut oil. And it's more than a little bit. So, this is uh, this is the secrets, these are my tips and tricks for podcasting. A little coconut oil. And let's put that on. Oh, yeah. Mm, oh, oh. Now, there's two reasons to put coconut oil on your face before a podcast. One is just because you massage it into your skin and it feels good. And, and, uh, you know, you're moisturizing. Did I say two reasons? Maybe there's more than two. So, you're moisturizing, right? And you're creating this beautiful, energetic massage on your face. Ah, good. It's like bringing the bringing the sun into your body through your hands, even though it's kind of overcast outside. But there's some sunlight flowing into this room. And then, and then, and then we take this paper towel here. And we gently just just blot our face off. And so we appear to have a healthy glow. A healthy glow. Is that right? Let's go to the other side, maybe. Hang on. No, we'll stay with this side. Uh, And that's one of my podcasting secrets. Coconut oil massage just before you really get rolling. i got to blow my nose here. I decided. I forgot to do that. Here we go. Uh, uh. That's definitely more than the microphone can handle. Ah. Ah, that's much better. Episode 179 Producer's Daughter of Godcast and I'm still Dan Kelly Shri Fuji Split. This is season 5 climax. Season 5 of the Daughter of Godcast. Quick episodes now condensed and resplendent with inspiration and hilarity. Graham Hancock, Graham Hancock provides some compelling evidence that human history goes, pardon me, goes way, way back, way back. We've been modern humans for hundreds of thousands of years, but our story only goes back a few thousand. How does that make any sense? Doesn't, doesn't make any sense. We've been invited all sorts, we've been invited, sorry, we've been invited to tell all sorts of nonsensical stories about ourselves. We are each of us super creative, prolific in our daily production, yet economists and politicians want us to identify, not as producers, but as consumers. Even if you don't want to call yourself an artist, a musician, a writer, and a filmmaker like me, no matter what you do on Earth, if you are alive, then you are creative. You are generative. You are a maker. For instance, you inhale oxygen and exhale carbon dioxide. Algae and plants do the opposite, generally. There's unlimited oxygen for us animals to breathe because we're in a relationship with plants we're more like collaborators when it comes to respiration. Our constant carbon dioxide where am I? Carbon dioxide production is essential is essential to keep the wheels of life turning. Turn those wheels. yes. Yet, Even the simple act of breathing is becoming problematic. Supposedly, there's too much carbon dioxide and something's got to be done. But where did all the carbon dioxide come from? Not from respiration, but from the concept of consumption, the idea that we only take, we don't give. We've been encouraged to delete ourselves from the global life support system to imagine that the Earth isn't us. That wacky story is all worn out for me. With every breath we take, we give back. But wait, that's not all. Can you think of another way we give back? A robust production that we all contribute to? Poop, of course. If we are breathing, it's likely we're going to poop and pee eventually. But, but poop is toxic waste, right? It's not like plants like to eat poop. Oh wait, plants do like to eat poop. Horse, cow, chicken manure, even bat guano are prized fertilizers for organic farms. Why not human poop? Poop could change the world. Imagine that we kicked our addiction to convenience, convenience uber alles, and lost our fear of poop. Instead of flushing poop away and wasting water in the process, what if human poop, what if human poop could be brought back into the cycle of life? Humanure, human poop composted and fed to plants just like cow, horse, chicken, and bat shit. What if humans could be brought back into the cycle of life? We are animals, after all. Poop isn't illegal, but it might as well be. There seems to be an insidious effort by the powers that shouldn't be to advocate shame about our basic productive capacities. Even among the woke and enlightened, the beautiful people, the thought leaders, and trendsetters, poop is reviled. First, the most natural product of human existence, poop, must be deleted from our experience immediately. Next on the agenda is the shamification of carbon dioxide, another natural production of humans. If we've got too much CO2, that's because we've deleted production from our identity. I trust this makes some sense. Anyway, here's a video of me composting poop, mine and my awesome friends who visit me. It's fun. (laughs) Catastrophe came and went when all the blessed were taken in the like Daughter of Godcast, Episode 179, Producers. In a not-too-distant episode, we'll tour some of the other unusual proofs of concept by yours truly and an elite cadre of misfits, ne'er-do-wells, and hairs. Meanwhile, I'm ignoring the narrative about carbon dioxide. How there's too much, and we've gotta make laws! How did the emissions get so high to begin with? Because lots of folks accepted the invitation to be convenience junkies to deny their lovely and productive physicality. Not me. I'm all about my productivity, about being a wild animal, about giving and getting and giving again. I love going around and around, whirling with plants and algae and fungus. Wanna dance with us? Imagine that we kicked our addiction to convenience, convenience uber alles, and lost our fear of poop.